0: hey everybody this is matt franco and this is eric diddleman and this is mind over magic
1: welcome to mind over magic we got an exciting week of yeah. a podcast
0: and uh, the weather here in new york is now putting us all in the holiday spirit I, I don't know why
1: anyone would do that to themselves. <laughs> I can send you a picture of my pool right now.
0: Oh man! Yeah, do, do you miss uh, the winters now that you live in uh, Vegas and don't absolutely have absolutely not have that New, new England charm of uh, being freezing and snow-covered? <laughs> well, no,
1: we've got snow just about forty-five minutes away, right at Mount Charleston from Vegas. So we kind of—I feel like we have it all over here.
0: But it's—it's it's not on the ground, and you don't—you don't miss the shoveling.
1: No, we, we have, I think, two plows in all of Las Vegas. Wow. So they get all the business yeah. that, you know, they do really, really well once every 10 years when it snows. Yeah,
0: my car is covered. So we, we got about, I don't even know, I haven't looked at the reports, but the, the forecast said it was about two feet of snow. But uh, so, so I, I was trying to be proactive because I do have, a, I'm the rare few that have like a car in the city because a lot of my friends, you know, just walk everywhere living in Manhattan and so forth. But I like to drive and do gigs and yeah, I keep a car and see family up in Massachusetts and so forth. So uh, I, I, for the first time, like, used a windshield cover to like, in preparation before it snowed. So right now my car is sitting on the street, uh, like <laughs> like covered in uh, the, the snowplow snow, blocked in. But uh, when I have to finally wipe it all off, I hope it'll be a little bit easier using this windshield cover. Uh, so that I can
1: see at the front. So it's like a blank sh- blanket on the windshield, on the exterior?
0: Yeah, yeah. It has little pockets to put your like, uh, rear-view mirrors in, your sh- side mirrors, and then it like goes over the windshield and covers it up. And then, you know, ideally, I just pull that off and my windshield is good to go. I like that move. That's yeah. a good move. And do, do, did you do the wipers up? I, that's the old classic, uh, you know, when it's just going to snow so they don't freeze.
1: Definitely big on the wipers up. I feel like it's a rookie mistake to not do the wipers up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got
0: frozen. I'm just not excited to go out there and... (laughs) shovel
1: come out to vegas yeah well
0: i mean i am doing a move but uh.
1: maybe, maybe you switch it up you just last minute you say you know what i'm going to vegas instead because if there was any ever a time to convince you i feel like now is the time i,
0: I really do hate the <laughs> snow but i don't know if i would do well in um in the hot weather you get in vegas either so it's a little a little trade off because i always feel like if you're cold you could always put on more clothing or like layers or blankets or whatever. And eventually you're not going to be cold, uh, cold. But if it gets too hot, like you can only take so many layers off. <laughs> and but then you don't have hot. to
1: shovel. You don't have to shovel heat though, <laughs> man. You don't have to shovel heat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it is definitely a uh, kind of put into that Christmas and holiday feel here in New York. And, um, I know with uh, my friends, we uh, my little isolated pod of uh, uh, friends here in my neighborhood that we've been hanging out with uh, and being socially distanced safe together. We were like, let's celebrate before the snowstorm came. We were like, let's do something Christmassy because it's that time, and New York is you know famous for that time. You know, uh, going to Rockefeller and all that stuff to see the tree and the, all the shops that are usually at the park. So we weren't doing all that because of the pandemic but we were like, let's do something. So we decided just to walk around, you know, Queens and see some lights that people had put up. And it was a nice little display, uh, kind of, it was funny me being, you know, raised Jewish, (laughs) leading the charge to be like, I remember seeing these houses that have pretty good light displays. (laughs) Um, but it reminded me of another story, uh, that when I was living back in Liverpool, New York, uh, I, I saw this string of cars around the holiday season at the park that I lived by. I was like, let me let me follow. What are all these cars doing? So I kind of got in line behind them just to check out, like, what are we all looking at? It turns out I was in line for, it was called like Lights on the Lake. Like it was like a mile or two mile long, like you pay a ticket and you sit and you watch all the light displays that they have, Like in a, like you drive through. But this is just me in my car by myself. So when I went up to the ticket booth and they're like, this is what it was. I was like, well, it's hard to turn around. I'm kind of like stuck in this traffic already. So I guess here's the fee for the ticket and I'll go through. (laughs) (laughs) And I went through by myself (laughs) in my car alone. And I was just like, I guess I'll turn the radio to some Christmassy music. When was this now? This was like oh, it must have been uh, what seven years ago now. <laughs> seven years.
1: Yeah. Is it true you have to buy a ticket to see the tree this year in New York?
0: Oh, in Rockefeller? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so.
1: Well, didn't you say you went there with your friends? No,
0: we. I've gone in the past. We just we just walked around Queens instead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Got it. I, Got yeah, it. To see some lights, but uh, no, I, it makes sense maybe because of like social distancing. They don't want exactly. Crowds, crowd yeah, that would be the reason. It. Yeah, yeah I, I could see. Some sort of like entry. I don't know if it's ticketed or paid or anything like that, but
1: That's yeah. what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, I just I'm glad I had other people to, to join me in the, the, the light viewing this year rather than being stuck in my car by myself. Being like, what I guess th- it'll be festive.
1: We have a thing in Vegas where you can pay to drive your car through this big thing of, of lights, and I've done it once before. Is it the same thing? It or? sounds
0: similar, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I think that's kind of like an attraction that people do. And then there's those whole neighborhoods where like people go all out, right? And you're like, oh, I can Oh, we have one. See. I
1: live in one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you do the lights? Do you do the decorating and all that stuff for your, mm-hmm. your place?
1: We do a very simple, uh, decorating thing, but there are houses, uh, in the neighborhood that have, you know, these are the houses they do, the companies that come in, they have professionals, they bring in like a team of people. I'll be going for a jog or (laughs) riding my bike and I'll just see like a a whole squad of, of people like all the way up the palm trees on these huge ladders. Mm -hmm. And it's like elaborate setup. Same thing for Halloween too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. But I don't go that intense. No,
0: see, I never did the the decorating growing up or anything like that because mostly we were just, you know, doing Hanukkah, and we just <laughs> <laughs> had those lights and that was about it.
1: <laughs> Does it take some of the fun out of it, or maybe it also takes all the frustration out of it to hire a team of people to know, come right? in and yeah. <laughs> do all the decorating? You yeah. really missed that Chevy Chase moment of just struggling and finally getting it right.
0: And we just we just rewatched that too. the same group of friends. We just rewatched the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and, you know, him falling off the ladder and flying all that. You know, he's very proud at the end when it finally works. And they just realized it was a light switch that was off the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so i can imagine uh, that uh you don't get that sense of gratification maybe the crew that they that did all the work gets that gratification and they can be like bam nailed nailed that house <laughs>
1: they do it all day yeah yeah they go from one to the next it's crazy
0: but uh uh speaking of uh christmas your uh pen and teller fool us christmas special re-aired huh
1: yeah, yeah, that was on last night. I had no idea that it was coming back yeah. to the CW, and then I think, I think either Penn or Teller had posted it, and that's when I saw, oh, oh, this is this is going on again. So that's cool. And it was a really cool Christmas special with some uh, performances by Aussie Wind and myself, and uh, Penn and Teller did a bit. Remind me of the trick
0: you did because I remember you also did like the AGT special, and you had the, yes. the snowman prediction for that one. But remind me, that's the Penn right, and Teller. So,
1: so, so this one was a, uh, it ended with rats appearing.
0: Oh, right. I remember it, you telling me, it, like, you're going to bring live animals into this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a card trick with the finale was uh, rats. And, of course, just a period, go ahead, what? Because, you
0: know, when you think Christmas, you're like, rats.
1: <laughs> well, I sort of rehashed it from a, a performance I had previously done for a Halloween special. <laughs>
0: Right, I remember that too, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which was, uh, the theme was New York City coming to America, the movie, so the rats in this little trash bin made sense. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> and it was a really fun trick, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I'd like to do it again, so I turned the trash can into a Christmas present.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah.
1: the rats appeared out of the Christmas present. That's great. But th- it felt penitentiary that I thought it made sense, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's a connection too because like i think even with a little bit of dressing you could have made it like tied into what's the uh though the ballet with the sugar plum fairies the nut nut Nutcracker. that's the one <laughs> 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 i had it, it was the tip of my tongue wow uh, there like i know what
1: the- next week's trivia topic's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't there like the rat king that's like
0: the major uh you know kind of i think that's
1: true but i I, that was just i I didn't reach that far but yeah yeah, i think i think that's true (laughs) but
0: i was just saying i was like "Grats, i gotta be related to christmas somehow um Mm -hmm. so yeah just uh if you're if you're wondering of what gifts uh if you're doing last minute shopping and you need some presents for some friends and family um think of the good old rat is what i'm saying
1: (laughs) yep yeah, there you go so Um, yeah it was cool and the trick was based on something invented by bill abbott do you know bill yeah
0: yeah 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 he's uh, a very clever guy
1: yeah and um i'll never know actually if it fooled them or not but i mean it's pretty pretty clever and it'd be tough to sort of guess the exact method one of those things and because i was just on as a guest receiving a trophy no matter what like i'll yeah. never really know if they do exactly how the uh I, i'm sure they could figure out how the rats appeared but right. the card trick part was uh it's kind of tricky
0: yeah, they're they're uh they're clever. I wouldn't put a blast them if they, you know, know some stuff, but uh you get the trophy regardless. <laughs> I got the trophy regardless.
1: Exactly.
0: Better than I fared on the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um what, what was your experience on the show? I mean, in terms of how everything went. Like how, how did it feel for you showing up and doing it?
0: Yeah, it was great. I mean, the, the staff and everything, you know, top notch, they treat the contestants really well. Um, mm-hmm. I was surprised just how smoothly um, my experience went, you know, did rehearsal that was quick and done. And they just had like two notes for me on my piece. And then we had to go and film all the 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 b-roll the reality part right and uh Mm -hmm. you know i basically kind of you know the interview went swell because i had experience doing that through the whole agt experience so basically they prompt you and you just have to know like this is inside baseball stuff which you know of course but for our listeners you they prompt you and then you just have to make sure you repeat their prompt back in your answer so it's right. as if they didn't ask you the question yeah. <laughs> um and uh, the whole time uh, it's, it's for agt they're like nodding at you the whole time and like yeah do that do this <laughs> and, uh, that's nice and encouraging uh but then uh i had fun because my whole video package is about how much i like games and everything like that so we actually mm-hmm. went to like an escape room and i get to play in an escape room company for the day yeah
2: i remember that yeah. i remember that <laughs> i, I want and then it ahead. was
0: nice too because they were like oh we wrapped up way earlier than we usually do with some of our contestants and the the crew was like we're going to a like lunch at this fancy italian place we don't normally do this but like do you want to come with? They, we just had a blast. Like I just clicked with the crew. And do you and, know where you went? I don't remember. No. Oh. I think it was. Was uh, it good? Yeah, it was really good. It yeah. was really, uh, really good. So I. I, I probably know out. the place. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're a local now. I should have.
1: Yeah. remembered for, the place for five, six years now. So. <laughs> and I know like what part of town you were in yeah. too, where the escape room was. So uh-huh, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. But I want to talk about. I want to talk about my trip to Nashville, which ties in nicely to this.
0: Yeah, yeah, you did uh, the TV spot where you kind of teased that you were
1: leaving town and flying. Yeah, Also also a holiday special, by the way.
0: Holiday special, there you go, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the name of the show is Huckabee, which I know you're familiar with. Mike Huckabee's
0: talk show, yeah.
1: Kind of a polarizing figure simply because he's a politician, right? Yeah, Yeah.
0: background in politics, uh, Republican, uh, so I know people daughter are was really uh, yeah people are really divided you know with our country the way it is now and uh have and I, I, I think it became
1: more polarizing right when it because his daughter was a uh, press secretary for the white house during mm-hmm. this administration right at some point right. in the past few years yeah one of the several <laughs> presses <secretaries>. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but um i, I want to tell you about nashville and the experience yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And how it was uh, but i mean I'll, I'll let me just tell you so I've never seen, first of all, uh, Mike was lovely. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh, We we had a a great chat before I went on and all of that and hung out for a bit. But I've never seen, never done, never seen a talk show that ran so efficiently. Oh, You and I have made the joke. I think everybody in television makes the joke of, in TV, hurry up and wait. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, what was your experience like on Ellen? Was there hurry up, hurrying up and then waiting? There or? was a
0: lot of, um, you know, I did a rehearsal and then it was just like chilling in the green room for a while and then mm-hmm. then you go and you do your bit and then they're like, goodbye. <laughs> do you ever feel
1: rushed during your rehearsal? I mean, I feel like I've seen the full gamut of different, like, things that have made it a little more difficult than than it could be.
0: Um, yeah, it's, it's, it just depends on how smooth or used to the process. I mean, you know, through some of our AGT experience, some some elements they were figuring it out in the moment, it seemed, uh, just because, you know, every act is different and they have to mm-hmm. kind of adjust to that. But like a show like Ellen where, you know, they just bring on guests and then, you know, they have to do so many other things that they're focused on. So you as a guest, you're just waiting you know for your turn
1: well that's Um, the other thing too I I, and I want to I want to tell you what the experience was mm -hmm. like being there but when you're a guest on a show like this I mean someone like an Ellen or or a late night show whatever they have so many guests per week right because they're a three on an episode four on an episode Mm -hmm. whatever it is they can't really be emotionally invested in every guest they have you have I always assume it's like a producer that sort of Uh, calls in who they're going to have. And then some days, um, there's preparation involved, but there's got to be some days when the host shows up and goes like, who do we have today?
0: Yeah. And sometimes (laughs) it's multiple shows in a day that they're pre-recording too. Right. Especially, uh, you know, some of the, the talk shows, they don't actually film on Friday. They do two on, you know, Thursday.
1: Right. So so maybe it was his political abilities. I don't know, but I really got the feeling that the reason I was there was because he wanted me to be there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Stories about him and his wife, you know, watching me a lot lately and this and that. I was like, I'm kind of buying this right now, but he might just be tooting my horn. I don't know. But I wanted to buy it. So the car picks you up from the hotel, get dropped off at the uh at the studio. Mm-hmm. As soon as as soon as I hop out of the car, there's a, a producer there to receive you. Hey Matt, everyone's super pleasant. Hey Matt. Bring, bring me over to the green room right away. Right, and says this is this is uh, your space here. Super comfortable. Only weird thing was there was carpet in the bathroom, but that <laughs> oh. almost. <laughs> But that also kind of reminded me of my house because when I first moved in, there was yeah. carpet in the master bathroom, which was really strange to me. But apparently, people liked that back in '99 when, when the house was built. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of
0: that? No, because obviously, like the bathroom is a place where you want to be able to clean up, like, you know, the floor pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Like, surrounding the toilet is carpet. Well,
0: like I know, people put down like mats and stuff, but I guess no, that's no, no, different. no, full
1: blown carpet wall to wall. I mean, I was thinking about putting down uh, a mat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, really, jokes aside, you gotta
0: test your aim when there's carpet on the yeah. ground.
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh. so I, I'm in, I, I'm in the green room for just a moment, and they say, "Hey, Matt, would you be interested in coming down and doing a camera block?" with the director I said sure let's do it would you be
0: interested I like that it was like up to you (laughs) right it was it
1: was (laughs) that's how loose it felt and And they really didn't have any indication as to what I was going to perform and didn't really seem concerned about it at all.
0: Yeah, because when we were talking about you (laughs) choosing material of the last week's episode, you were just like, I'm going to maybe do this or maybe do that. And it's so different from most shows when you have to give them a very structured, it's going to be this, it's this exact minute. You know, usually the producers (laughs) look at that and like cut things to make sure it fits in time and flows. But it sounds right. like the ball was completely in your court for this.
1: It was It was just, you know, it was just really loose and nice. It was yeah. really cool. It was supposed to be six minutes. And they said, oh, we're going to make it nine if that's okay with you. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's a good thing you didn't have just a six-minute thing planned because you're like, I'll
1: stretch. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too, is the, the original plan was to do a performance followed by an interview. Mm-hmm. But the performance I wanted to do was me seated at a table mm-hmm. with with the host sat with me. So to me, and it wasn't like his desk where he would normally conduct interviews. Right. So to me, it felt weird to like perform and then like weirdly stop doing magic and do an interview in the same place where we right. just did. Now, now, I feel like you're going to, you it could probably walk
0: odd. over to the couch like, uh, you know, like after, uh, you know, when uh, Carson would call people, the comedian over after their set. That's the what interview. I thought. But yeah. they
1: said, well, it will be good if we could just do it all in one place. And, and I said, tell you what, I you know, normally I'd be pl- have something to plug. But because we aren't doing <laughs> a live show, I had nothing to plug. I was like, listen, I'm just going to keep my eye on the clock. I'll just keep doing magic. I'll leave a, a minute at the end so we can chit chat a little bit. But, you know, that's it. And they're like, great. And so, so that was that. Matt, did, and, you, uh, did you plug huh? the
0: cast? You could have plugged the
1: cast. <laughs> I should have plugged the cast. <laughs> I should have. I apologize. I didn't. <laughs> but um, so they're 25% live audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Everybody's, so there are people yeah,
0: there. Are they all tested and vetted? And how that do you do? Definitely you, temperature checked, yeah. definitely
1: masked, and uh, definitely distanced. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like in Vegas, the rules twenty five feet away. They were they were more than twenty five feet away. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Do you but think they that was 25%. by choice?
0: On there, like, with the how, how easygoing the producers are. Like, hey, you you be as far apart as you want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do the camera block, and mm. I'm like, and I might throw this in there if I have time. They're like, cool, whatever you want to do. This is great. I was like, cool. So then I finished the camera block uh and they're like oh would you like to talk to mike for a bit i was like okay he comes down to the set nice yeah and 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 we have a chat and and that's all great and then on my way back to the green room there's a makeup person in the hallway jennifer and she says oh matt can i borrow you for a second on my way up back to the green pulls me into the makeup room customary Mm -hmm. in television yeah we do a quick uh a judge on the makeup sure right yeah and the by technical the time term, Yeah. And by the time I got back to the green room, the monologue had already started. Wow. Okay. We started early because everyone was there and ready. Mm-hmm. And I taped immediately after the four minute monologue. Wow. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Now look, the big star on the show is Matthew McConaughey. Sure. You know, I, I feel maybe it's because I've I've done when you do these shows, the, the magician isn't always the top priority, right? Mm. Even on the late night shows when they right. have the band, it's at the end, which, which I think there's two reasons. I mean, it also, they put the A-lister up front, mm-hmm. but also uh, they they save something for the end that's going to keep people hooked in. So a lot of times they save a performance to yeah. the end. Yeah, um, Something anyway, unusual,
0: something variety, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think Matthew McConaughey was a, a pre-tape maybe. And like done virtually through Zoom, so maybe because they did, uh, that was already taken care of, I just got bumped up the list a little bit, there and it felt go. good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was gonna
0: say, was he there in person or zooming in? But yeah, that answered that question. I was like, did you get to did you get to meet Matthew McConaughey? But obviously, no, no, no. But so so, are you when it airs? Are you gonna be after the monologue? Or are they gonna flip? I have flop? absolutely no idea. Okay.
1: Yeah, I have absolutely yeah. no idea. They could
0: edit it anyway. But yeah. the fact that you were able to just. You know, go straight from your pretty much your camera blocking right into your performance is such a nice luxury because it's, it's like, wow, we just did this once, now we just have to do it again.
1: I yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I the spot was nine ten minutes. I feel like I was there for fifteen total. I wow. mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and and I don't know what. I we won't get too much into this until people see it. By the way, so this airs on TBN. Uh, I was going to ask Saturday what
0: TBN, not TBS. TBN,
1: TBN, TBN, okay. TBN, I believe. I gotta look. That um, up. TBN, and it is on Saturday night. I think eight o'clock, and I think they also air it again on Sunday night.
0: Okay, so, so if, check
1: your listings. If you're listening uh,
0: when this episode drops, just you know remember to tune in. And if you're for some reason late to this episode or listening back, uh, go find the clip online. I'm sure it'll be somewhere.
1: Yeah, and next week we can jump into more of what I did on the show more so than now because people haven't seen it yet. But all I'll say is I don't know what the heck I was thinking. I just chose to do a bunch of things that were incredibly difficult. I think everything went really well. Oh, good. But (laughs) everything I did was just like something you should practice in your room alone and really never try it in front of real people. And I just, I, I don't know. I was just in the mood. And I did a bunch of difficult stuff, all sleight of hand.
0: Yeah. And it was it was uh, maybe because of that kind of casual uh, approach to how they ran the show, it sounds, that yeah. you felt comfortable like, hey, whatever. We'll, they'll make me look good. This will all kind of wing it (laughs) yeah
1: it was almost out of character for me for like normally Mm -hmm. i'm i'm if anything i over rehearse and i usually have a story and this and that and this was much more okay i'm gonna do this trick i'm gonna do this trick and i'm gonna do some explanatory patter (laughs) and just be in the moment to react to what the audience yells out and what the host is saying and that stuff and maybe it'll come out great maybe i'll watch it and go oh this this could have been better that could have been better but I, I really enjoyed the change of pace from what I'm I'm used to normally doing in that environment. Plus, I enjoy any performing now because I haven't been able to do live shows right. in a long yeah. time. So, oh, anyway, well. I hope people tune in and check it out. And yeah, I'm curious. That. I'm
0: curious to tune in and check it out as well. And uh, I'm just curious, especially I don't I don't watch Huckabee's talk show. I I was aware of it, and I know. Uh, some other uh, uh, um, performers have been on that kind of have those leanings, but I assume you didn't get into politics with him, despite him uh, being no. A I was host. I was
1: just I was just there to to promote promote magic to perform magic, be nice. there for the holidays. Uh, most recently, I think was Creskin Was Oh, on.
0: interesting. Yeah, oh. Hmm.
1: I, I I also have to tell you about Nashville because I was, was going to say
0: fr- tell me about the city. Yeah, what's going on there?
1: I was there on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And the hotel was in a downtown area near. Um, was it, it weird that Vander-
0: convention center where we were on that Broadway strip? Because uh, we we definitely were in Nashville at one point and got to see a little bit of the city, but not. This much appeared
1: of it. to be a this appeared to be a different strip to me. But okay. I believe I was near Vanderbilt University. Oh sure, but sure, anyway, sure. I was walking distance from where all the college kids were, and it was a Friday night. And apparently, oh, they boy. are not remote learning because they were all there on the Friday night. <laughs> So after I finished the taping, I finished so early, it tapes at night, but I finished so early, I was kind of hungry. I thought, oh, I'll just go get some French fries or something, yeah. you know? So Because it's all kind of dive bars that are right in walking distance from the hotel. Yeah. But it's Friday night, and there are lines of college students dressed up like as if they're going to nightclubs outside these dive bars.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I thought, oh, this is all right. Okay, like, I could fit right in. I'm still young. I know, like, I'm not going to feel weird walking in here by myself waiting for food and that stuff. Boy, did I feel old when the only... (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, Matt, I got news for you. (laughs) Wow, Eric, listen, (laughs) no one even, like, looked at me. And if they did, they looked at me like, what is this creepy guy doing in here, right? (laughs) And and it's Tennessee. There's there's less vigilance with the mask. wearing. I was wearing. gonna
0: ask: Is there was there any mask wearing?
1: Yeah, there. I mean, they have. I guess there's no pandemic there. It is you know. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, but, it's like uh, the Home
0: Depot from our last episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But the only interaction I had was a guy comes over to me and goes, "Yo, you work here, bro?" <laughs> 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 and I was just like. No, no, I don't work here.
0: Sorry. Is, isn't theres is there anything more humbling after you're like, I was just at a TV spot. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm at this dive bar and no one recognizes me. I feel out of place. And uh, one guy wants to know if I could grab a drink behind the bar if I work here. <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. that's hilarious. (laughs) In my head, I'm just blaming it on the mask. I'm like, well, it's because I have a mask on. (laughs) Speaking I'm standing out, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I stood out for for more than one reason. One, with the mask. Two, with the clearly just being the old creepy dude. He didn't belong among the college students who are all in groups with their friends. And then there's me. But the scene was a little different than I remember it the yeah. whole college. It was a little different than I remember it, but I guess yeah. a lot of years have gone by, but it just doesn't feel like that. I thought I right. would just fit right in. And then it was All like, right. do you work here?
0: As, as someone who, you know, still frequently does the college market and the few live shows too, that I've done this year. Uh, um, it's just, it, it baffles me that the the age gap is it, it feels larger and larger because it's getting larger and larger each time. And I, I like to think like, Oh, I can still relate to these these uh, young college students, and uh, you know, they they enjoy the show. We have a good time, but there's definitely some things that I say on stage are like that. Definitely came across as a dad joke. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of that also. Like they are laughing, but many are also rolling their eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no, it was definitely part, a humbling thing. Char-
0: part of the charm i i'd say
1: <laughs> yeah it, it was humbling for sure no one was interested in even uh figuring out why i was there they yeah. just were it was yep it was, th- it, other think- than other than if i could help them because i worked yeah. there
0: I think it's good to be humble, though, too. And I mentioned this. I did a um, for those of uh, you who don't follow me on social media. I did, a, and I'm going to be reposting this soon. Uh, I did a, a podcast the Discourse and Magic podcast, a full interview about my background, and we dive real deep into magic, uh, philosophy, and stuff. It is kind of geared towards more magicians and mentalists and performers. the the mystery arts so if you are involved i definitely admit checking it out but one of the things that you know he he wants to have a takeaway you know uh and it was hard to get a few uh uh, or to boil it down to just one but one of the 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 things that i brought up is like it's it's good to be humble it's good not to like you know uh get by ear into your own press you know too much or anything like that and, and I'm just seeing that a whole lot. Uh, it's it's shifted. I mean, we talked about hustle porn with uh, Michael Kent in one of our previous episodes, uh, but I'm seeing it shift to the Zoom landscape of, uh, oh. of, of people bragging and, uh, you know, believing their own hype uh, about uh, these virtual shows, which... Let's remember, we all learned how to do in March, you know, when the pandemic happened. Uh, Obviously, there's some people doing it prior to that. But, uh, you know, the majority of people are only – I wouldn't call yourself experts, per se, given the the nine months that we've been doing this. It takes time, years and years, to to really master something. But people are just saying – how many shows they've been doing? How much they've been charging? It's all—it's all you know—on social media, and and I get the point of like uh, self-promotion to try and get more gigs and to sell yourself to a client. But Power-y. a lot of a lot of it's you know out there for other performer friends to to see, and I'm just like, who is this really for? Is it for themselves to like? To tout how cool they are, you know, their own self-worth to to try and make other people jealous that they're not like, like I, even like around this holiday season, people are like doing, I'm doing 70 shows this month or whatever it is. It's like, I've got shows, but I'm not, not really talking about them on my social media. (laughs) Right, right. <laughs> and and yeah. I see that. Admittedly, I see these posts, too, and I feel like, oh, should I be doing more? But I'm like, I'm surviving. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm right. Right. I, I love to always be doing more shows and getting more money. But it's like I don't need to put that out there on the social media for my friends to see how successful or not successful I am. I don't know. I just I'm very curious about that whole. No, mentality. I, I,
1: I tend to agree with you. And then it's a tough it's a tough line to toe. There's, there's part of it where you need to be able to promote your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the, there's the other part where it, if you cross the line, it goes into this desperation where if I see too much of that, yeah, the yeah. more I'm thinking, Oh man, <laughs> I, I feel for you. I, I the more I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The struggle is real right now.
0: Yeah, and it's like uh, I'm happy for all my friends' success. I truly am. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, do I need to see that you're like always taking that photo in front of your Zoom screen? And like, <laughs> here's the uh, the. It used to be the here the here's the office for the day
1: was, uh, you know, right. the, the photo on stage and, the empty, and in yeah. the empty
0: theater. Now
1: it's the more of those I see, computer. the more I think. Oh, you, you just kind of went and sat behind your computer and staged this photo. That's what I think. <laughs> if I see a little it's too true. much of it, I'm yeah. thinking, eh, uh, yeah. I'm skeptical. Yeah,
0: but that all relates to our last episode with, or not our last, or our previous episode with Michael Kent, where we really dive into that hustle porn yeah. stuff. But, uh, but i know you've been doing zoom shows and i didn't see you i i, I saw just your setup your your but it wasn't like a braggadocious like chicken all my cool you know zoom stuff and i i mean i've taken the photo once when i set up my studio but not mm-hmm. for every show i've done uh but i i know just for me the more i do these zoom shows the more comfortable i'm getting and in- switching platforms from the way I was doing my live stream call show over to the Zoom. Um, you know, I, I mentioned it was a shift and you got to get comfortable. And I, I just had another one this week uh, or just, a, yeah, within the past couple days where I felt comfortable. I'm like starting to like find my stride in the new platform. And it's just crazy because every platform slightly different and it's all got its own little tweaks. But uh, I'm curious to see how your Zoom shows Went because you kind of went from the Facebook live shows you were doing, and now you had to switch more for these corporate, just on Zoom shows. And that was kind of yeah. your f- first foray into those.
1: Well, first in a first in a little bit of time. So I've yeah. done a I was doing some corporate zooms and things a mm-hmm. little ways back. But then once we started to talk about reopening the live show, right. I had to stop accepting them because I simply just it's not that I didn't want to do them. It's just a matter of n- the focus needed to be on the live show. So I, I wasn't accepting them at that time. But then as soon as we kind of knew, okay, uh, this looks like it's most likely not going to happen in 2020 for live shows we started doing some accepting the Zoom stuff again. So I did, here we go with the braggadocious. No, I I did, uh, (laughs) it was difficult because I had taken a little bit of a break from it. Mm -hmm. So I did four of these things in the past three days. Oh, nice, yeah, that's great. Um, And you know what, I had a good time, especially by the end of it. I I was really feeling like I got in the swing of it. Yeah, I
0: know exactly what you mean. The more you do it, the more comfortable you start to learn the platform and what works, what doesn't and how to really make that connection. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't mean to bring up the braggadociousness, uh, like the, the the hustle porn stuff for this conversation. Cause like, this is like, we're pretty open and honest about our yeah. experiences during this pandemic. And yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we do want to celebrate our successes too. It's just some of the social media stuff gets to me, but go ahead.
1: Well, no, I, I really just had a great time. I love yeah. the interact as- interactive aspect of it. I love how, how it just seems like I, I, I never would think that it would work, right. even still, even after doing these for months, mm-hmm. I never would think mm-hmm. that reaching through that Zoom camera, that people would really get a lot out of it. And, and it turns out they really seem to, and they express that in the chat. Yeah. And they express that when you bring them into the performances. And uh, I, I really did enjoy it by the end. I really did. Yeah. But um, I, my place of choice to do it is in my kitchen, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's quite a setup there are tables and monitors and thanks to your advice multiple monitors yeah (laughs) and lighting and cameras and Mm -hmm. uh much to tiana's chagrin that uh you take up the kitchen space (laughs) yeah i mean she kind of operates out of there not because she's cooking all day but there's you know, it's, it's sort of separated out. There's a living mm-hmm. space there with the couch and the TV. There's the the cooking space, all that, sure. and it's just kind of a, a wide open room with lots of light. And when it gets taken over for a week, <laughs> it's it's not the most exciting thing, right. honestly, for either of us. But um, mm-hmm. that's the kind of my preferred place of uh place of doing it. Although I've done it in some other areas too. But I wanted to I wanted to get back in the kitchen for this one, so I did. Good. But it was fun. Good. Um, it's a lot of work.
0: It is, and it's. Um, I, I mean, there's benefits too. I like that you could just like log off, and then you're done. <laughs> and Then you could go yeah. sit on the couch. And, uh, but I do think uh, you, you that was a good point. I'm sure we brought it up in past episodes too of us. Uh, it's just how how well magic translates, or even mind reading translates through this medium, because you're actually interacting and making a connection with people. Where you know, watching a comedian, you're you're just watching and laughing, and um, not necessarily having that back and forth or even a concert or other events that are kind of been doing uh, been happening on the Zoom platform or video conference platforms virtual in the virtual space is very passive but the fact that magic and mentalism has to be interactive for to work a lot of the times mm-hmm. I think that's that's really the success and why you know I'm seeing friends who are like I booked all of uh, you know all of December and I can't take any more dates and I'm like you're bragging, but yeah, I get it. You're busy and that's cool and I'm happy for you. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily bug me as much because uh, holidays, to be honest, haven't always been my uh, biggest money maker. It's been really, you know... The, the the semesters in the spring, fall, and, you know, some work in the summer, too. So, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, I'm just happy to pick up anything. Uh, and uh, you, we'll still be doing these uh, virtual shows for a while.
1: so At this point, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. come on. It's crazy right now. It's like, I wonder if we're going to... It almost feels like live entertainment is like... it feel, I know it's going to, but it just feels like it's never returning. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's scary.
1: <laughs> it just feels like we're going to be talking about, oh, remember when... We used to all go into a theater and watch we'll, we'll live talk about stage it, like productions.
0: Eight, like eight track tapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of feels that way. <laughs> but then there'll be like the, the the hipster snobs who are like, oh, if it's not live, it's not real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there
1: will still be a market for it, I guess, in the future. So no, we'll it, see. It'll
0: come back. Believe me. Uh, from the, the live shows I've heard people doing. Back before when the uh, the pandemic has raged on worse now than ever, uh, they said, and even the few that I've done in the past uh, during the pandemic, people are hungry for that live entertainment, and they want yeah. they want to be able to gather again. So we'll get there.
1: We got a little sidetrack, but I uh, just want to mention again, I'm looking forward to that discourse and magic uh, podcast interview that you did because I've heard some other episodes of it um so yeah. that that's going to be exciting to check it out yeah
0: you can find that just uh wherever you're listening to this search discourse in magic and look for my episode
1: yeah magicians if you're listening that's a, it uh, it's a it's a great podcast in yeah. general and they they probably interviewed some of your favorite magicians on there yeah and shout uh, out to addition- the host Eric.
0: jonah babbins
1: who put that all together yeah yeah sure props to jonah killing
0: let's, it let's uh jump right in are you ready for your riddle matt see it's time for diddle me this Diddle me this, diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles! All right. Um, I think this is a riddle. It could be a logic puzzle, but same thing. They're, they're, they're going to be related from now on. I'm going to just kind of <laughs> interstitially do either a logic puzzle or a riddle. But uh, here it is. A husband was called by the police telling him that his wife was killed and that he should get to the crime scene as soon as possible. Shocked, the husband dropped the phone and drove to the crime scene in 20 minutes, where he was arrested and charged for the murder. How did the police know it was
1: him? Wow, I was not expecting that to go there yeah let's this, uh
0: this is uh just for riddle purposes don't go real uh, like the topic of this is uh, is a little dark <laughs> for the christmas yeah. season but uh you know i like it tie, I like ties it. into the whole true crime and i know you're a huge uh forensic files fan so.
1: dateline <laughs> true big crime. keith morrison fan <laughs> yes do you know who keith morrison is no josh makowitz
0: these are foreign names I've never
1: heard oh, before. Oh, my Lord. All right. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, let's you see. want to hear it again?
0: One more time? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. A husband was called by the police telling him that his wife was killed and that he should get to the crime scene as soon as possible. Shocked, the husband dropped the phone and drove to the crime scene in 20 minutes where he was arrested and charged for murder. How did the police know it was him?
1: I have absolutely no off no idea offhand. Yeah. There's not <sighs> husband, a whole lot of
0: information, so you really gotta glom onto the information they do give you here and make some inferences.
1: Husband was called by the police. Yes. And told that his wife was murdered. Yeah,
0: wife was killed. hmm And that he should get to the crime scene as soon as possible. Shocked, the husband dropped the phone and drove to the crime scene in 20 minutes where he was arrested and charged
1: for murder. How did they know it was him? Yeah. Because he left his fingerprints at the crime scene. Uh, You don't need any outside information that's not listed in this riddle. (laughs) So
0: assume the police didn't even have that.
1: They tracked his phone.
0: What would that give him? They were calling him for... uh, they were calling
1: him just to let him know his wife was killed. They called him to let him know his wife was killed. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Yes.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> Talk it out. Do you have any guesses? Do you need any hints? Do you are Is the you word stumped? shocked have is, the, is there a double entendre to the word shocked? No. No, no. Okay. No. So surprised and the the puzzle sure. still works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprise! i like
0: that you're now like <laughs> there's so many riddles you've gotten so you're like is it a word play thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> he drops the phone
0: i would and, say this is one is purely logic it's not word word oh first, oh yeah. so
1: it's kind of like the last one we did similar yeah yeah shocked he drops the phone drives 20 minutes mm-hmm. to the crime scene yeah where he's arrested yeah for murder how do they know it was him
0: yeah you 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 nailed the riddle part
1: i have yeah, but i'm not <laughs> i'm not seeing any information right now uh-huh. as to how they know it's him right uh, if i'm the detective yeah and i've been a uh, armchair detective many a time <laughs> i don't know how mm-hmm. did they how do i know it's him yeah
0: Well, say you're that detective and assume you don't know who the murderer is when you call the husband.
1: Okay. So I call him. Mm -hmm. He picks up the phone. I let him know what's going on.
0: Well, what do you let him know? So it's simply because
1: he knew where the crime scene was? That's it. Wow. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because they never tell him where the crime scene is. They say, get to the crime scene as soon as possible. And the fact that he shows up to where the
1: body is, they know,
0: well, he knows where the crime scene happened.
1: Classic mistake. You see that in real life in the true crime. They they have too much information. It's like, wait a minute. This wasn't public. Right. How do you know? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. How did you know it was a stabbing and not a gunshot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that the very official good.
0: answer: the police told him to get at the crime scene. They they didn't specify where. The husband couldn't have known where the crime scene was unless he had been there when the wife was, you know, murdered.
1: Very very good. I like it.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'll give you a.
1: Oh wait, no, you did get, no, no, you get you did get it after the hit. So. There we go. <laughs> All right, it is uh, it is trivia time.
0: Matt picks up the question,
1: then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wit. Pressure, 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 trivia, pressure, trivia time. I, I might throw a few at you here.
0: Okay, multiple Holiday trivia. Holiday related. Sure.
1: Holiday related here. Uh, the movie, because Mir- a couple of them aren't that hard. Uh, movie Miracle on 34th Street.
0: Okay. I'm is, very bad with Christmas movies. There's like a few I've seen and I remember, but there's some classics I have never seen.
1: What are your thoughts on Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? You want me to ask that question or you want me to move to the next question?
0: <laughs> I'm uh ask it, I'll get it wrong, but ask
1: it. <laughs> Movie Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is based on a real life department store. What is it?
0: Oh, the department store. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Thirty-fourth Street. Um uh... I want to say Macy's because that is on 34th Street. But for some reason, I want to say also Bloomingdale's. But I'm going to go with
1: Macy's. Yes, sir. All right. Rapid fire. Good job. In Home Alone.
0: Okay. I know this one. Oh, I know the where, movie. <laughs> Not the where,
1: where are the McAllister's going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind?
0: Oh, geez. Where are they going? That's like the beginning of the movie. I want to say it's somewhere warm. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say Hawaii. Is it I'll Hawaii? give you a
1: clue. I'll give you a clue. Ready? Yeah. There's a classic line in the movie by Kevin's sister. Oh. She says, Kevin, you're what the French call les compétents.
0: Oh, so they're going to Paris?
1: Yeah, it's Paris. Oh, I got that <laughs> one wrong. <laughs> uh, well, i are not going more. somewhere warm at all. I got <laughs> Yeah, I got going. more. Wh- which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? The
0: uh, this is the cartoon movie, the like not the CGI. Sure. I-
1: I'm unclear on that. <laughs> I don't know because I don't know the answer to this one. Well, the only
0: person I, I know mean, who is in that movie because I have not seen it and I hear it's good,
1: uh, Tom Hanks. Correct. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. I think this is going to be a tough one. Okay. I got two tough ones. You want two more? Yeah, let's do it. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree?
0: Oh, Um, I'm trying to see if this is somewhere like deep in a Simpsons reference, because they do like a lot of like Halloween or uh, holiday uh, kind of stories. Uh, But I also want to say it's like maybe Scandinavian. So like, like Sweden or Norway. I'm going to go Norway.
1: Do you want choices? Yes,
0: since that was clearly wrong.
1: (laughs) United States. Uh Uh-huh. Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. Germany. Mm Mm-hmm. Zimbabwe.
0: I'll go Italy.
1: Germany! Ah! (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think this is a tough one, but you know your music, all right, so let's see how we do. Okay. I don't know if I would have gotten this one. (laughs) According to the song... What did my true love give me on the eighth day of Christmas? Oh, I could I could probably do from five down. <laughs> five golden rings. Yeah.
0: Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yes. Uh, but going eight, ten, lords a leaping, uh, eight, lords a leaping. <laughs> I've got Lord the Leaping in there. (laughs) I know there's so many people maybe listening that just like know this off the top, but uh, let's remind everyone I I
1: was raised Jewish (laughs) for these um, eight. eight, I had that in mind when I came up with all of these. (laughs) Hanukkah
0: candles.
1: (laughs) Want a clue? Uh, Give me choice. Yeah.
0: Choices or a clue.
1: I'm just going to go with a clue. Okay
0: that was a clue yeah (laughs) (laughs) what was that uh it sounded like a cow Uh
1: uh-huh
0: eight cows uh calling no
1: (laughs) you gotta Uh, think a little bit
0: cow moo cow 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 cowboys are there
1: cowboys in the... What's, think about things synonymous with cows, not cowboys. Think back to the cows. <laughs> cows. Bells? Bells? No. Even more synonymous with cows than bells. <laughs>
0: Beef. I'm so off track. You're just going to have to tell me.
1: Eight a maids, a-milking. maids a-milking. Maids of
0: milking
1: There you go uh is that it was ten, a good session though is it 10 lords a leaping 10 lords i don't know i only uh, okay. ha- I, I only have this one answer here uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all i got so oh, who knows
0: yeah that's crazy um yeah, uh, that that'll uh, that'll keep my I'll keep thinking about that now. Every time I hear that, was like I should learn what these other uh, these other numbers <laughs> correspond
1: to. I knew them when I was a kid, but the truth is, I think there's different versions yeah. now, and it's too tough to keep up with all of them.
0: Speaking of counting, I have a trivia question for you because I found this interesting. We were talking about my book collection last time and how we organized my books. I finally packed them up and I brought them over to my new uh, apartment, but I want you to guess. This is not part of trivia, so I won't give you a yes or no <laughs> sound. But uh, how many boxes of mentalism books did I pack up to bring over to my new place? Uh,
1: strictly, strictly mentalism. That means... yeah. Not not books that are in the realm that might be psychology or comedy or magic, just, just strictly mental. Yeah, uh,
0: I would throw magic in there too a okay. little bit because some of you know that crosses over. But I do kind of separate my comedy and psychological books, you know, outside of my quote magic library, you know, with my mentalism stuff. So, uh, what that- are the
1: size of these boxes here? I would say
0: um cardboard cards, box? Cardboard box, small, not too large because I didn't want these to be full of books and then not be able to lift, you know, yeah, and carry them. Yeah. So so I did break them into smaller sized boxes I could find, but like larger than a shoe box for sure. <laughs> five. Like, five boxes. Five. You're gonna say five. Five. Higher.
1: <sighs> I'll give you one more guess. 10 boxes?
0: 10 boxes! Yes. (laughs) That's a lot of books. That That is a lot lot of books.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun
0: carrying all those and fitting those in my car. And now I got to dig out my car to be able to move more stuff to the new apartment.
1: (laughs) There's something really gratifying. Like once you have them all set up in the new place, like once I set up my bookshelves here, just looking at the shelf.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have it all ready and everything back in its place.
1: Do you ever go through and think about which ones you've read and which ones you haven't read, or you've just read them all? Uh,
0: ideally, I've read them all,
1: but yeah. uh, there's well, some, I have, I some, some. I have, I have, I have books haven't. I haven't gotten to. You know. Yeah.
0: I think Gaffigan has a bit in his one of his specials. Is like, oh, can I borrow that book? He's like, no. It's like, oh, are you reading it? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it justice, but he's like, I'll get yeah. to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just don't want you reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Check out his special for sure uh but i i think it's time we should uh probably jump into you know see where we are at with our goals and chat a little bit about um you know how we're progressing with that i know i've seen uh speaking of comedy specials uh another one person show that i really enjoyed um so uh my my goals were to continue packing which i have done and to uh watch one person shows and i've seen a show um it's on netflix you could check it out I don't know if you've heard anything about it. It's called Nate, by. No, I haven't heard of that. By Natalie Palamides, and I think I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Um, and this is a um, a filmed version of her one person show that she did at the Edinburgh Fringe uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival as well. Uh, and um, it's it's uh it's it's funny. It's definitely funny, but it's also gets some deeper uh, themes to it. And uh, you know it's definitely an adult show because there's some some nudity and uh, and whatnot going on, but it's very risque. In fact, they they kind of prefaced the Netflix special with uh, you know Amy Poehler and even audience members kind of saying how. Uh, uncomfortable at times it can make audience members. And, you know, uh, Amy Poehler's quote is kind of like, well, that's art, baby. You know, (laughs) like this Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. this is supposed to push some boundaries. And uh, basically what it is, is uh, Natalie plays a guy named Nate and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, topless dude with a jacket on. And uh, there's deeper themes about consent um in the show as well and uh you know just kind of like the there's definitely gender issue roles of like the The toxic masculinity that a lot of guys portray and she's playing this very brash dude Uh, but also the fact that the audience is aware that she's a female playing a male character comes into a lot of the gags that uh, that kind of happen Um, and and the way she interacts with the audience I think is really clever there's without giving too much especially the ending I won't really want to get into uh, because you got to kind of see it yourself but Uh, The audience interaction I found fascinating is like she'll just call she just invited uh, started interviewing someone in the audience about like his relationship with his girlfriend and then invites the guy down to like wrestle on stage. (laughs) And, uh, you know, he's like she's like uh, as as Nate, he's like kind of batting at the guy. And he's like, we got to do this topless, you know, (laughs) like taking their shirts off and like really wrestling. So that was like a really strange and uncomfortable because the guy like had to come down and like just play this role in the show pretty much. Uh, and she does it again later, or sorry, he, I'll, I'll go by the character name, Nate. He later, he's, uh, he's looking for his friend, like his, one of his best friends. He's telling a story about his friend. I think it was Lewis or some name like that. And he just calls out and goes, Hey, Lewis. And just waits. And is just like, Hey, Lewis. And, that can go on apparently in certain r- write-ups of the show. I was like that in in smaller theaters and so forth. It took the audience a while to figure out that like someone in the audience had to respond eventually. <laughs> and right. that's what Nate was waiting for was someone to become the role of Lewis and then is brought into the show. So I just love that breaking the, the fourth wall and including the audience and making them uncomfortable and having these situations. Uh, and then, yeah, just really getting people to participate. So I I definitely recommend it. It is, uh, I don't know how people might react to it. It might not be your cup of tea. I thought it was phenomenal. I really, really enjoyed the show and it, you know, it makes you think on different things and you're just having a a blast laughing at this character as well. It's a Um, special, it's a one episode thing. Yeah. It's Uh just like an hour long show. I think it's about an hour. And it's called Nate uh, by Natalie Palomitas. And I know uh, she's uh, been a writer on a bunch of things. And uh, I think she's popped up in a bunch of commercials as well and UCB related uh, to out in L.A. So um, go, go check out the show. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's going That's on cool. with your
0: goals? You were Christmas shopping,
1: organizing. You yeah, started- I'm, I'm moving on, man. I'm on the wrapping phase. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, and I don't mean hip-hop. I mean, uh, I'm no, no. rapping gifts with a W.
0: I definitely was not thinking
1: hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want you to be confused. No. <laughs> you know, I didn't want you to be confused. But uh, yeah, man, I'm in the rapping phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I'm, when I say that, I mean I'm about to be rapping. Uh, I, I got the paper up here, right, yeah, yeah. right in my office here. I've got boxes. I've got ribbons. I've got bows. I am ready to rock with that. So that's going well. I woke up so relieved finishing the string of uh, the virtual stuff I had going on this past week. And then also just kind of knowing that the pause in Vegas is extended for quite some time now. So like knowing I I actually this will be the first time in uh, five years that I won't be working on Christmas and Christmas Eve and all of that. And can just kind of since I don't have a choice, might as well kick back and enjoy it a little bit so mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. I woke up just feeling fantastic you know I woke up knowing all I gotta do is come on here <laughs> hang out for a bit and nice. uh, I, I, I love that and yeah, yeah so i'm I'm feeling pretty good right about now and I think I will be next time we chat too <laughs> oh very good very good I know you were
0: cracking into that book do you, have you have you got some time to sit down and read it's yeah a thick, it's a thick book thinking fast and slow uh, yeah i'm
1: not super far into it yet i haven't been reading heavy because my yeah. mind has been pretty occupied right um but i will definitely be diving into it i'd say that uh would I'll you probably say your mind
0: some... is thinking fast or slow
1: yeah <laughs> i, I... <laughs> so dumb I, there's the I dad will... <laughs> jokes for you <laughs> yeah i tried to ignore it but you know <laughs> I mean, there's like a small part of me that just assumes that you're gonna edit that out. <laughs> no, <I'm> staying in, <laughs> really, really small part that has hope. But uh, no, I, I bet you, I'll make some headway on that between now and, and next time we do yeah. one of these. Um, Sounds good. But yeah. I'm. Oh, and my brother-in-law's here. Oh, great. Oh, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. So he's gonna be spending the holiday here with us, which is great. He just got in yesterday and so we'll just kind of have some family time in and yeah do do the holidays it'll be good
0: yeah i think we're gonna uh try and fit one more in right before the holidays um possibly from my new apartment and uh maybe we'll do like a year wrap-up uh kind of thing uh to try oh my god what is that gonna look like figure out what this year was uh
1: (laughs) tiana and i have a book every year so uh I, i think she uses something called what is that? That oh, it's, I, I want to say Spotify, but obviously that's not it. There's a website where you uplo- upload all your photos and then it, it uh-huh. creates like a book for you.
0: Oh, that's cool. Um, I know maybe you can do that through Apple. I think there's like a, you can buy like photo albums or like I, I know there's like the Time Hop app where like mm-hmm. you can. It reminds you of photos you took, but I don't know about actually uploading and all sorting it for you.
1: I can't recall the name of it, but she creates these incredible photo albums, uh, one for every year, and I always forget that it's coming, and she gives sure. it to me on oh, that's uh, great, on New Year's. Yeah, and uh, which is really like an anniversary for us. So uh, I said to her, I realized, "Oh wow, I'm probably getting a book this year." <laughs> and then I thought, "What are you going to put in the book?"
0: It's all just indoor photos of you around the house. <laughs>
1: just pictures of Pongo, the dog. We got a dog. Yeah. But like, it's just going to be pictures of Pongo all year round. Because it's like, what else did we do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, usually there are trips or yeah. pictures of like special guests that came to the show. Or like times when friends came into town. You come into town. Yeah. We went to New York or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making this up. But it's always different. And you never really remember it. specifically until you go back and you look at the photos and it's nice i can't wait to see she's gonna have to get (laughs) real creative this year
0: well well we'll we'll do a breakdown next uh uh, next episode for sure because i mean I'll, i'll just say some of the things that are already on the list are uh despite the pandemic you shockingly did a lot of television so (laughs) just
1: this week we got three spots two of them recycled yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) but that's okay recycling is okay Uh uh if you can't experience it live (laughs) we
0: we will recap for sure (laughs) we'll figure it all out but uh, in the meantime uh, go and uh, if you want to shoot us an email or you want to send us your recaps of uh, things you did this year we're happy to share those as well Uh, visit us, email us at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com visit us on the socials Uh, I can't even speak socials, (laughs) Uh, social media at mindmagicpod uh, but also I just want to like say, you know, I am booking more virtual shows and we're probably going to be doing this for a while. So if, uh, you know, that sounds like something you want to, uh, have me do, you can, you can book through our website, uh, especially any like last minute holiday shows, new year stuff. I'll have my, uh, my, uh, studio set up in my new place, uh, you know, after this weekend. So, uh, but, but also into like January and February when it's usually slow for entertainers, that would be yeah. nice <laughs> for sure. Uh, plus, uh, plus what you got your, your, your plugs too, Matt.
1: Yeah. Listen, um, much, much simpler, much simpler than, than even doing any of that. Uh, dude, some, I'm going to do them today. I've got to do some Christmas cameos. Mm. Those are super easy. To uh, set up, if you want a little bit of a shout out as a gift for someone, me to say hello and Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever it is, or just a hello, or maybe it's for yourself. Uh, I'm doing some Christmas cameos today, and today's the 17th, so if you book now when you're hearing this, I uh, I can still promise to get those cameos to you uh, by Christmas time. So if you have, if you're not familiar with the Cameo app, it's uh, super easy to to log on and and book yourself a personal greeting from. Uh, some of your favorite people, including me, no, uh, Matt. Yeah, uh,
0: just for our listeners now, in case you know money's tight and it's the holidays or whatever, can you can you give us just a quick Happy Holidays? And they, if they can't go on cameo, they can just grab this snippet from the podcast and
1: use it. <laughs> happy holidays! There we go. <laughs> um, tune you in. gotta include
0: the lead, and I just gave too. <laughs>
1: you know we'll just do some pick a name pick a, anybody's name go ahead uh carl so carl now gets a free one <laughs> carl carl i hope you're having a fantastic holiday i'm here with eric Dittleman, with also a little free hello go ahead hello <laughs> and we want to wish you a merry christmas Um and a happy hanukkah and new year <laughs> Uh, I want people to please tune in, uh, whether it's a, a show that you normally watch or not, whether no matter where you stand politically, watch it for the magic on Saturday night or Sunday night, Huckabee on TBN, and Discourse in Magic, it's already out. People can download that right now for Eric Dittleman's uh, yeah. interview on there, is that right?
0: Yeah, you can listen to that uh, wherever you're listening to this now, uh, check that out and uh, uh, hear a little bit of more magic philosophy and mind-reading theory uh for sure uh mm-hmm. but uh we appreciate you we hope you're doing well out there listening at, uh, whoever's listening to us now that you're uh have a wonderful holiday but in all seriousness and uh uh stay safe and um you know 2021's around the corner we're gonna get there and uh thanks for listening we truly appreciate you uh, being here
1: so, mind over magic <laughs> that is the name thanks <laughs> goodbye <laughs> <laughs>